Welcome to the Chronicles of a Christian Drama Queen podcast. I'm your host and original CDQ, Lisa Ann Schaefer, and I'm glad that you are here. I can promise you that I know what it's like to think like a lover of Jesus and live like a hot mess. And if you can relate, you're in the right place. Everything from the craziness of homeschooling to overcoming the deep wounds of abandonment and abuse. Stay with me, sister. I've walked down those paths, and I've got decades of healing and hope that God's called me to share with you today. Here we go. All right, gang, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you are here. And uh, again, I'm Lisa Ann Schaefer, going to share with you some stuff today. So uh, I will tell you that I have had nothing but technical problems, <laughs> nothing but technical problems, uh, it seems, since I decided to start doing this. And it's okay. I feel like deep down inside, the enemy does not want me sharing the things that I have to share with you guys. And so it doesn't surprise me a bit that I've had one technical issue after another. One of the most recent ones is, hey, guess what? <laughs> you don't have enough space on your on your computer to do any kind of podcasting. So <laughs> here you go. Uh, so I'm going to share a story with you guys, something that happened to me um, just a few months ago. Uh, my, my granddaughter, Wren, and I decided that uh, we were going to go swimming. And uh, it was last autumn. Um, school had just started. Uh, she was playing um, tennis in the morning, uh, so I guess school hadn't started yet. It was still the very, very end of summer, and she had she was taking some some lessons, uh, some some tennis lessons. And we decided when we came home from that that day that we were going to go swimming in our tiny little pool. <laughs> and it's not that tiny. I mean, I shouldn't laugh um, because when you got to clean it, it does not feel small, right? <laughs> but it's not much. It's about four feet high and 20 feet across, uh, 20 feet around. Is that across or around? That's across, right? And um, it's about 10 feet from our front door at our home. And, uh, you know, when we want to get in it, we want to get in it quickly. <laughs> so it's just a few feet from the front door. And uh, she and I decided we were going to go for a swim. Now, listen, the problem with that is if you live where we live, uh, it had rained a lot <laughs> recently. Uh, we had a lot of heat. Uh, a lot of humidity. And since the filter just really doesn't work as well as it should, and the pH in the water was just not what it really ought to be, the water was pretty murky. Um, not icky enough to prevent us from getting in, but not clear enough to look really all that enticing. I mean, if I can't see the bottom really, you know, the little squiggly blue lines on the bottom, I'm probably not going to get in, but she really wanted to go. And uh, it's not very often that she and I can both get in together without a whole bunch of other people in the pool with us. Cause we, yeah, it's, it's another story. That's another podcast, <laughs> but it was pretty cloudy. Water's cloudy, kind of green, not a lot, but a little bit <laughs> in all honesty, it was, it was really gross. I didn't, I didn't really want to get in it. And really um, uh, we got in it. Uh, we, 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 we did get in the water. I should say we got in the water and then we decided, nah, it's a little slimy. We're going to get, 
it out of the water. We got out of the water. We decided maybe we'll just clean that water first, right? We're going to treat it with whatever and get it cleaned up. We needed to have, uh, we really needed to have some, um, you know, that mossy, you know, the anti-slimy stuff that you get algae, anti-algae stuff. And maybe it will have some impact, right? In a day or so. And we'll go for a swim. Now, um, everybody wants the water to be crystal clear when they get in, right? Everybody wants to have nice, clean, clear water to swim in, right? We want our life to be like that. But this murky water reminded me of a phone call that I had had just recently, just a few days before. Uh, I am self-employed. And uh, I was, I'm currently paying for my own health insurance. I'm not fortunate enough right now to be on my husband's policy, which we had done for years when he was working in, in the aircraft, aircraft industry, aeronautic, I would call that aerospace industry now. Um, I am self-employed and that means I'm shopping around for health insurance. And like all good salesmen do, this guy gave me a call. <laughs> By the way, never sign up for free information. Just don't do it. Okay. And the conversation, um, you know, he was nice enough and sharing, you know, the, but the conversation took a turn with me when he said, hey, let's talk about your application. I want to see if we can get you a better rate. And I said, sure. Well, I, I'd love to have a better rate. And he said, listen, I don't want to offend you. Be, be, by the way, beware of men that start a sentence that way. Um, I don't want to offend you, he said, but if you really want to get approved for this particular policy, get the best monthly rate, then I need you to fudge just a little bit on your information. And I said, fudge? What do you mean fudge? And he continued, well, I, I can almost guarantee approval at the lower rate if we just bring your weight down a little bit on the application. Now, I'm a fluffy girl. Don't misunderstand me. I've been fluffy most of my life. Um, so I am used to having people, you know, <laughs> uh, they think that I eat 4,000 calories a day. I actually eat probably less than most people, but that's not the point. Well, that's a whole nother podcast. But um, he's guaranteeing me approval if we just fudge a little bit on the application. I said, so what does this mean, this little bit? What do you mean a little bit? Even though I already knew what he was saying. I knew what was coming and I already knew um, it didn't matter what he was going to say, but he did say, well, I'm going to give you an inch. We're going to make you a little taller. You're going to be 5'3 instead of 5'2. And we're going to change your weight by, oh, 50 pounds, you know, just because we want to make sure you get approved at this rate. Now, listen, at the time of this conversation, I am in the throes of writing a Bible study that will help women deal with their inability to forgive those who have victimized them. I know that God has called me to that. I'm just in the middle of that process. I'm just, when this call happens, I'm just in the middle of building this ministry, just in the middle of thinking about what to put on a podcast, just, you know, I am in the throes daily of talking to God about what this looks like. And I'm telling him, I want to serve him. I want to help other people see him. I've really been burdened for years to share this story and, and talk to people about how he wants to redeem them, want to talk about his mercy, all of those good things. Was I tempted to agree with this salesman and his little fudgings on my application? Quite honestly, I have to say, not even a little bit. I just told him, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. 
That, my friend, is murky water. When you ask God to give you clarity and purpose, direction, show you the way, what do I do? Which way do I go? How do I start a podcast? <laughs> How do I minister to others? How do I find those who need more of you, Lord? <sighs> but I still want to do things the dishonest, sinful way. Then we play right into the enemy's hands. That, my friends, is murky water. And we insist on swimming in it. You cannot find clarity of purpose from God if you continue to swim in murky water. So I just told the guy, I'm not lying. I'm just not going to do it. I said, I realize this may sound crazy to you. I'm sure everybody else out there wants the cheapest rate on their health insurance and they're willing to, you know, quote, fudge <laughs> on their application. I get it, but I'm not lying to do that. I'm not getting the cheapest rate. My thought at the time was either God, and I told him, either God's going to provide another way which was my way of letting him know, look, if you can't help me do this honestly, I will find another salesman. <laughs> or I'm just going to be okay paying more money and and for my health insurance and, and you know, God will just have to provide, right? But I'm not going to lie to make sure that my rate stays lower. I'm just not going to do it. You can't profess your faith and ask God to use you in the lives of others and still want to swim in murky waters. So, so what do what do you know? I'm paying a little more for my insurance. We found a way to be guaranteed my my insurance policy to be guaranteed and, and at least get the coverage that I wanted to get. I didn't have to lie to get it. And for me, it was far more important to be able to stand before God and say, I trusted him enough not to lie. Certainly not lie and then have the unmitigated gall to then ask him to bless me and bless this new ministry. I knew this was a temptation to disobey and then not be able to trust him with the outcome. And believe me, I could have used an extra couple of hundred dollars a month. Um, what do you know, though? I've I've had health insurance now for about six months. It's always been paid. I'm not sure where the money's coming from, honestly, but it just keeps coming. Friends, we can't stand before God and say, please use me, please use me, please use me. Build my ministry, help me reach others, let me evangelize, share your goodness, and still swim in murky water. You can't ask for clarity of purpose and keep swimming in your murky choices. You know, I really have to wonder how much more effective would we be as believers if we would walk away from murky waters, just walk away from all those little, you know, sort of sins, the things that are, you know, they're the little lies. It's just a, it's not that bad. It's a little stuff. It's just a little lie on my application for my insurance, or it's just a, a little lie on my taxes, or I'm only speeding a little. I'm going to break the law <laughs> a little. Yeah, now I'm stepping on toes, right? But I want you to be clear. You cannot ask for clarity of purpose and see God's plan while swimming in murky waters, right? You get it? You're picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> How many of us say we're seeking God and we're afraid that he sees what we're doing in dark places, but we still have the audacity to ask him to bless us with direction and clarity all the while swimming in murky waters? Numbers 32, 23, gang, don't be deceived. Even your little bit of sin's going to find you out, right? 
Don't forget to follow me on my website at christiandramaqueen.com. Go to my YouTube channel at Christian Drama Queen. You can check out my blog. Make sure you share my podcast with other people. Come on, guys, help a sister out. And you know I love you.